Hello everybody out there, Changing Lanes episode 15 with my good friend Denise. It's been a while since we heard Denise on the mic. Say hello, Denise. Hello. Hello, Denise. Hello. Uh, our subject for today is... Expectations. Mm, in the workplace, at church, in the kitchen, on the playground, everywhere. In relationships, your children, your parents. Yeah, those. Mm-hmm. Your friends. Your village, your community. Man, we could talk about this all day long. Absolutely. So what do you think expectations mean, Denise? (laughs) (laughs) Well, according to Webster, expectations is a strong belief. I'm going to read this out loud to you. Mm. A strong, for those of you who don't know the definition, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. A presumption. Wow, the telephone. Unbelievable. (laughs) Anyway, keep going. Conjecture, surmise. (laughs) So I think that it's interesting. Should we or should we not have expectations or is it innate to us being humans? Dr. Webb. I think it's innate to us being humans. But I think that we go through the the wrong version of it because we have unrealistic expectations. We want something or we think something is owed to us that that it's way beyond our our means. You know, like we expect everybody to be nice. We expect everybody to act like us. Some of my friends think about that sometimes. They expect everyone to, to respond to texts or to or to be like them or to have the same values as them. There we go. And not everybody does. That is so, true, but where do expectations start from initially? Why do we have them? And why do we have unrealistic ones? Because we have hope. And hope is bad? No, hope hope is not bad. But after having unrealistic expectations for so many times, you should be able to learn from, or you should be able to adjust your hope. There we go. Self-adjusting hope. Self-adjusting hope. hope. Hmm. You know, the definition of crazy. Hello. Expecting a different result from the same thing. Yeah, same behavior. Mm. So that's adjusting the hope in the rear. Rear adjustments. Hmm. There you go. Well, having hope would mean that you're optimistic, right? Yep. And so it almost seems counterintuitive expectations and having hope at that point. What do you think? Well, let's say... For example, you expect this one friend to uh, call you back, and they don't call you back. And then another time you call the friend, they don't call you back. But yet you keep calling that friend, and they don't call you back. So at what point do you learn? At what point does it become realistic expectations that maybe you ought to quit calling and he won't call you back? Well, that's a very good question. Yeah. I can't imagine that there are people out there like that. I but, don't uh, think there are. I don't think there's. <laughs> and one I'm sure we're not probably like talking about me either. Of course not. But you would never do that. Of course not. No, oh. but hopefully that that one person that's out there learns after two or three or four or five or six, seven, eight times. It's like, hey, you you got to learn. Right. So my hope is, I hope that you learn from it, or they learn from it rather. But what about that uh, that phrase that do unto others as you would have them do unto you? That is a unrealistic expectation. Ooh, mm. 
I know. So we're we're teaching our children the wrong thing then, right? With the golden rule? <sighs> That's a good question. I think that we should go ahead and teach the golden rule. But then over time, as they get older and they get more realistic, they should be able to amend it at their leisure or at their experience. So if modify they experience it. something, they can modify mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, the golden rule is fine. But let's talk about the realistic golden rule. So we're at a whole different paradigm. Perhaps. You know, uh, I had a podcast with a guy yesterday talking about respect and the lack thereof. You would expect, you would have the expectation that people would respect each other, but we don't have that going on. Right. At all. That's true. And that's a whole new paradigm. So is the glass half empty or half full? It's a question of perspective. Yep. One's reality. How does reality and perspective deal with expectations? That's a very good question. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Boom. That's a deep question. There you go. Um, yeah, that is a very good question. Um, I think we make decisions on what we want to do. Events that take place, let's just say divorce hypothetically, based on our experiences and, and, a, and an expectation that things might be better if we take a certain action. I think sometimes expectations can be kind of general. I mean, like overall, I have an expectation that people are going to treat me decent. My expectation might be different from you. You know, as far as that expectation, you might not follow through. But I think the philosophy, I think the theory is still good. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking in circles. Just after my (laughs) divorce, I was kind of in a, not really a bad place, but a different place. So my, my baseline well, I have so many words here. So my baseline of expectations were that people were basically stupid until proven otherwise. <laughs> so I went from that baseline up a little higher where, you know, that was that was kind of a bad place to be, but it but it worked. So it's so it was almost like a um uh not a comfort level, a um a way for me to get through that dark place. A coping mechanism. There sure. you go. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can adjust our coping mechanisms through our experiences and our perceptions of being negatively affected by our expect by unrealistic expectations. Wow, that's a that's a long one. That is indeed a long yeah. one. I think that the more realistic our expectations are, the less we are disappointed. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. And then I think probably also on some level, maybe expectation has to do with truly how much control we have over ourselves. Let's say the people surrounding us, the people we care about, you know, I mean, I can control for the most part what it is that I consume, food, drink, things of that sort. I can't always control my emotions. Mm. So I have an expectation that at some point that's going to be better. Yes. And it becomes Hark. better with experience. Is that Sherwood Forest? Yes. It becomes better with experience. Yeah. You know, you go through these experiences, so you're able to modify and, and adjust and become realistic with the expectations. So the bottom line for expectations is they're probably individually based. You yeah. can't tell someone you shouldn't have any expectations that your spouse or that your ex or that your children are going to do what you want. You have no control over that. Correct. 
So in a- other and words, at the same expect- time, so in other words, expectation can be just a theory, right? Correct. Conjecture or just something. Uh, like a prediction. Yeah. But I, I have an expectation that I would like to have a good life, a comfortable life, and be surrounded by people who I care about and who care about me. Correct. Then I have an expectation that if I call you up and say I'm coming over and I'm hungry, can you feed me? That's a different type of expectation. Yeah. You expect food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and sometimes you get it and sometimes you don't. That's true. And De- a variety of sauces to dip in. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, depending on my expectations of what I think food is. Like, I could break off some chicken crackers, say, hey, here you go. Right? Yeah. So, I then have to align my expectations, perhaps, on the person who I am imposing them upon. Like in relationships. Like in a relationship as well. I was talking with Richard yesterday about the roles of people in relationships. And a lot of the roles are gender-based. So sometimes people have those expectations of the gender-based roles to be fulfilled. And sometimes they're not. Because sometimes those roles are kind of grayish more than black. Like black and white, maybe. But sometimes they're 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 grayish. Look at the guy who raises, um, gets custody of, of his daughter and son and raises them through high school. Okay. So he has to take, he can, he doesn't have to be the mom. But he has to take a little bit of the mom role when he raises the kids. He has to be the dad. And he really can't be a mom, but he has to have mom, help me out here. Characteristics, Characteristics. or traits. Yeah. In order Female. to do the, yeah, in order to do the, the well-rounding raising of the kids. Or perhaps maybe not even so much the mom, but more female traits. More soft. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's some hard I, I, women out no there, No kidding. Boy. Let me tell you, I Ooh. think some of them are my friends. <laughs> Let's, hey. Yeah, uh, there's, some ones, there's some women that are pretty tough. I, I will give you that. When I saw that movie Monster, ooh, boy, she was hard. <laughs> Absolutely. I was scared. Yep. But yeah, so, so when you have those roles and people accept those roles and, you know, we have a good friend who's divorced and- and his role was to be the hunter-gatherer. That's one of the roles of men, but sometimes the woman is a hunter-gatherer. That is true. So you got to be able to bend like a reed in the wind. There we go. Be a willow tree. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think we've probably come full circle. Expectations are probably a bit more vague than what we thought. Much more vague. You know, I think you probably modify them according to situation and, and persons. Perhaps I have different expectations from my children than I would maybe, let's say, my friends. Yeah. In a particular situation that would be reflective or that would be tied to me. Yeah. And I think the less or the more realistic your expectations are, the less stress you have. Oh my gosh. Or to not be a victim of expectations, which I think perhaps I have been. It hurt my feelings because I had an expectation that this person in my life would do this back for me or be aware or cognizant or whatever or be supportive, and it didn't happen. So who's to blame? That person who wasn't able to fulfill on my expectations? I don't know. Who's to say? I think it's a duality cause. So I think then to be able to weather kickback from expectations not being met is just to be able to 
Say, hey, say la vie. Exactly. What can you say? Get you on the flip side. Yep. What she and that said. is as to protect yourself. You can't sweat the small stuff because it's all small. Yes, that is true. It's all small. Choose your battles. Yeah. When everything becomes drama and everything become, becomes important, man, you're in a, you're in a rough place. That's true. You're going to be you're going to be exhausted by the end of the day. By the end of every day, you'll uh, you'll be exhausted because every thought in your mind will be a battle. Yep. And those are tools. Those are, are, are perhaps our soft skills that we need to hone in on. Definitely. You know, so that there's some sense of self-preservation, right? Yeah. Yeah, the self-preservation thing is is uh, definitely high. And you know, you talked about divorce and when you go through a big uh devastating thing like that i think it really screws up your psyche and your self-confidence and expectations everything gets screwed up so you have to really get that back you know through either counseling big group friends whatever but you have to lean on other people in order to lean lean on their expectations in order for you to get your expectations back those are some expectations yeah you got to lean in the people People you trust, people you like, people that have your back. Because not everybody out there has your back, folks. That is true. That is true. And that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, because somebody's a friend or a family member, he or she will have your back. Oh, heck no. Sometimes families are worse. Not my family, though. (laughs) (laughs) Not my family. My family's great. I love my family. They're all perfect. (laughs) Well, I'm you. talking to those other people out there. There we go. The rest of us are screwed but up. Not, hey, not our family, though. Our family's like a spoon coon. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think, again, expectations are out there. They, I think um, they're innate. I think they're in every facet of our lives, whether at work you have an expectation that your staff is going to do the right thing by your patients you have any expectations from your friends. The question is, I think again, is what that expectation is for that moment. I have an expectation that you're going to come to work at 8 o'clock because those mm-hmm. are the office hours. Yep. So that's something that you have control over. You yeah, don't come you, to work at well, 8. Well, yeah, because then, there's, a, there's a consequence. There's a consequence. So that's, that's not really expectation if there's a consequence. You know what I mean? There's an expectation, but there's a consequence. So it doesn't... That's almost not like free will. Well, you have free will, but you want to get paid. Right. So when you have a consequence, I think that should be labeled a different kind of expectation. We need but to come you as the boss word. have that expectation, though, that your staff is going to come in the time that you've dictated that your office hours are, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, what else would you possibly call that particular scenario? Uh, let's call that a monetary expectation. Monetary. Yeah. Okay, so within expectations, we're going to have categories. Yeah, categories, yeah. Okay. You know, employee expectations are usually motivated by monetary. Absolutely. And I think it really skews the expectations when there's motivator in there. Because there's, there's not a free, there's free will, but there's not a free will. It's like, hey, you want to get paid? Show up. Right. But you have a choice to, not to go. But obviously, you want to get paid, so most of the time you show up. But I think the more we talk about it, perhaps with every expectation, there is a consequence. If I have, let's say, again, as in a relationship, husband and wife, I have an expectation that you're going to be there for me, that you're going to be loyal, that you're not going to cheat on me, 
that we're going to work together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's a whole lot to ask for, man. Dang. I know. But that's what I define as a relationship. And if you don't come through. <laughs> wow. Well, that was good. <laughs> and if you don't follow through on what my expectation is of a relationship. Then the, then the consequences could possibly be divorce, mm-hmm. separation, or I'm going to screw around on you. Mm. So, does every expectation have a consequence? No. Back to the example of that person that calls that person over and over again, they don't call back. Nothing really happens. It, 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 it just goes into the gray area like nothing. No, there's, no a, there's a, con- a negative consequence for that Poor, sick, demented person who does that, who keeps <laughs> who doesn't call, <laughs> who, who calls, and this person doesn't respond back. Yeah, the negative. How part. how can that person not respond? Huh? Exactly. Darn so the, re- the the consequence then, as I think about it out loud, is that let's just say hypothetically, I was that person. <laughs> And I'm doing this calling, and this person doesn't respond back. Then, with my personality, I internalize that. I feel negative about it that, you know, perhaps I wasn't a good enough friend or something's going on, and then I bring it back to me. You overthink it. That's a negative consequence. But after that consequence, two, three weeks later, that person calls again. The person can't can't well, that, help his or herself. Well, that's probably because yeah. they're a slow learner. <laughs> but but they gotta learn. They gotta you gotta be able. You gotta be better. They have to be better on the uptake. That is true. Yeah. Back to self preservation. Yeah. You know, and hey, that's that's the only because if you don't, you go crazy. That's true. If you go through all these expectations and and you always get disappointed, it's like hey, maybe I need to work on me. Even though these people fail me. Either I need a new group of friends, or I need to work on me. Exactly. Or maybe I'm asking too much. No, I don't think you're asking too much by being polite and responding <laughs> back. No, I'm sorry. In the world that, where clearly I live person, by myself. Yes, yeah, yes, that, that person lives by herself. Well, yeah. Well, some of it's just manners. But again, that would be for another. But manners are an expectation. They're not a um, law. I think it's a, a law of civility. Yeah, I think it's a law. No. It might not be written, and it might not be enforced by by police action, you know. Well, that's a law. Well. Didn't you write Schoolhouse Rock? <laughs> that's a law. It's got to be written, a- approved by somebody, Congress, or the president, or somebody. That's a law. Hmm. Well, I think there are laws that, as civilized human beings... That we have set forth. There's an understood. Maybe we have. Okay, check this out. Maybe we ought to make a expectation police, like in the future. Perhaps. Every expectation, there'll be like expectation alerts. When one is violated, that person that violates the expectation does jail time or they pay a fine. Well, with technology. So it'll star Tom Cruise. (laughs) Tom Cruise and Wesley Snipes. There we go. And the oh my go God, around. is he still living? Wesley? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Huh. He's out of jail. Is he finally? Okay. Yeah. Um, so they'll go around and they'll give fines and put, uh, put people in jail. Or maybe just kill them right there. If it's a really huge one, like like not calling somebody back. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. But yeah, so they're trying to clean up the world of broken expectations. So I'm starting to feel that this discussion is leading towards Denise and her her sense oh, no. of control no. and orderliness. Control. And being orderly and respectful of each other has made me now a minority. Ah, that's, I don't think you're a minority or that person is a minority. I, I think when and if that person realigns his or her expectations, I think she will be right where she needs to be. Hmm. Well, we can only pray for this woman, yeah, that, whoever that, she is. That woman, whoever she is, she needs a lot of help. <laughs> she needs a lot of help, or she needs to get, take her, get her phone taken away from her. Help me, Jesus. Help me. <laughs> help me, Lord. L-A-W-D. Help me, Lord. <laughs> well, back to expectations. So perhaps they're a question of interpretation. Perhaps yeah. they're relevant to that individual. And if he or she feels... They have X amount of expectations from themselves, from people they care about, or family, whatever, boss, work environment, and it's not being met to their satisfaction. One of two things can happen. They either can take a look at themselves and see if they need to modify their expectations or walk away from the people who aren't giving them what they want. See, I'd rather not walk away. I'd rather make them pay. That's you just have me. consequences, yes. Consequences. Yeah, there we oh, go. Oh, yeah, I want the consequences to come, come hard. <laughs> That's right. I want Wesley and Tom Cruise to come by and say, look, dude, you're going to pay. <laughs> That's right. Well, there we go. Or maybe uh, uh, Sly when he goes, I am the law. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we want to thank everybody out there for listening. going to cut this short today. Hope you can grab a hold of some realistic expectations and, and don't get uh, confused about it, so... We'll say good night and take care, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>